This is Discipleship Dissected on Coach and Joe. Welcome to Coach and Joe. This is a podcast designed for leaders. Take a practical look at how to lead better, perhaps in the marketplace, in the home. You know, everyone's a leader to some degree. I'm here with Vince Gaskin. Good morning. Good morning to you. I had an email yesterday uh, from some some man that I've been mentoring in the marketplace. Mm. They're not in ministry and uh, thought I was a little bit strange at first. And uh, six months later, after mentoring them, they're seeing their business grow. You want to know why? Why? The presence is in the center of their business now. You are talking about the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Prayer's powerful, Mm. but that's not what we're going to talk about. What we're going to talk about today is just uh, a look at wisdom part two. Okay. All right, let's start here. Jesus Christ flips the keys to the kingdom to the most impulsive disciple. You ever thought about that? Peter. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard this before. Well, you just want to be balanced. I understand that. But many times, if you're not careful, balanced people don't go very far. It tends to be the risk takers, the all or nothing people that lead other people. Mm-hmm. I've just found that to be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying it's comfortable for any of us, but there, you got to be careful to say, well, get out of all or nothing thinking. Let's go to the famous passage, Proverbs 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Okay, why? And it never, next word, never lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. In all your ways, mm-hmm. acknowledge him, he would direct your path. Let me say it again. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Never lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, he would direct your path. Yeah. Uh, biggest theme of the Bible I have found, uh, you shall find me when you seek me with. Oh. Okay, all or nothing. Why is it that... Why would the author put the word all in that Proverbs passage? Why not just say, you know, trust the Lord? Apparently, there's something else going on here. Yeah, well, well, think about the risk taker, all right? The risk taker doesn't see the risk. He sees the reward, all right? And uh, this is what Father's showing me right now. When he creates heaven and earth, there's no risk, all right? He creates heaven and earth realizing that there's a reward, a great reward for him, you know, in the in the in the creation of of heaven and earth mankind all the animals and all that you know he doesn't see the risk so to put his whole heart into into something like that is all he can do so when you um you do not lean on your own understanding you don't acknowledge the risk you just acknowledge that god is in it all right when he's tr- when you're trusting god for something all right i mean you're trusting the the ultimate risk taker who doesn't see risk you remember the passage where the, I believe it was a, um, I think it was a kid. They were casting a demon out of the kid, and the, the demonic was throwing the kid into the fire, I believe. Mm. And Jesus has a conversation with the disciples. You know, why can't we do this? Somewhere right around there contextually, I believe. The, a man says, well, I, I do believe, mm. Lord. Help me overcome my unbelief. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is where I'm getting at this morning. I think you can have your heart in something, but not all of it. I think you can, can be, you can believe and have unbelief at the same time. Mm-hmm. There seems to be in Scripture a metric of all or nothing and somewhere in between. For example, Jesus says in Revelation, this is in the very end, about being lukewarm. What's he say? I, I don't like that. Yeah, not at all. Spe- spew you out of my mouth. You know where I th- believe this comes from? You're talking about God making the heavens and the earth. He's an he is just an all in that's right person that's right and so we are his creation 
he he's not big on sort of, kind of, uh, sort of trusting the Lord. Well, I'll process this. I think a lot of what we call processing is unbelief. That's right. How does a person, you're all or nothing guy, which I'm not here to talk about that or why I am. I'm, I'm more of how does a person go from seesaw to all in? What are some practical steps to go all in with the Lord? Wow. Uh, you got to empty yourself. You really literally, it goes back to Proverbs 3, 4, 5, 3, 4, 5, 6. You, you can't lean on your own understanding. You literally have to, to pray the fear out of yourself. The, you got to take the risk knowing that that you're not trusting in yourself. You're trusting in God. When you when you sow seed, all right, and you want to harvest, if you, t- if you account for the risk, you're not going to sow the seed, all right? You got to look at it as God's going to do this. We're building that garden in the back mm-hmm. of this place, all right? Uh, two days ago, we were in our meeting, and uh, the forecast for all this week was rain Monday, Tuesday, no, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, it hasn't rained yet because we prayed. We prayed. It's sunny and, today. And yeah, it's sunny, and I expect it to be sunny tomorrow so that we can turn that ground. So in trusting God, you just have to you just you just do it. You know the first thing the Lord said when he rose from the grave? First thing came out of his mouth. Behold, I've been given all authority. All authority. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you look at what what did Lucifer steal from Adam and Eve? Oh, he, he stole their authority. He stole so much. So here's the question. I'm summarizing the whole Bible here. Why Jesus come here? Uh, to restore us to what was once ours. That's right. Connect us to the Father. So what does that mean? Is it just for intimacy? Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. It's for dominion. It's for authority. It's for to take rulership, to reign with him, right? Not just reign with him, but reign through him. In power. Yeah. So Paul says the kingdom is not a matter of yik-yak yeah. talk. It's power. That's right. I mean, God, what God expects of, of us is for us to look like him, all right? But we often want God to look like us, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. God's been showing me something about eternity or immorality. Not immorality, immortality, pardon me. God is immortal because he is, not because he will be or because he was. It's because he is, mm-hmm. all right? He doesn't account for yesterday and he doesn't account for tomorrow, all right? We, all, we, we in our mortality, in our, in our expect, expectation of death, always looking for it. Tomorrow, which brings anxiousness, anxiety, and fear. We look at our past, mm-hmm. and again, it brings anxiety and fear because of hurts, pains, or whatever. But God doesn't look at things like that. He doesn't even look at yesterday. He doesn't look at tomorrow. He is I am because he is. There's Immortality no. means you are. No beginning to him. That's right. Do you ever read Charlie Brown? <laughs> My favorite Charlie Brown <laughs> clip out of the, out of the comics. Um, Charlie was on a cruise ship. With Lucy. You know, Lucy was always the philosopher. She's a smart one. Mm-hmm. And um, Char- Lucy says to Charlie, she goes, life, you know, Charlie, is a lot like a cruise ship. Some people go to the front of the cruise ship and they gaze over the front and they look into their future. Mm-hmm. And some people go to the back of the cruise ship and they gaze into their past. Mm-hmm. And Charlie said, Lucy, I'm just trying to find a chair to sit on <laughs> the boat. You look into the future, which... I love what you're saying. You're typically f- full of anxiety. If you look into the past, you're typically full of depression. That's right. People that are really deal with anxiety on a high level 
they're always looking forward. Yeah. And when they look back, they typically deal with depression. And so the power of God is he's always in the present, present, exactly. present, exactly. present. I am, I am, I am. I, I, I do want, I want to talk about this. Uh, have you ever seen a duck bark? No. Me neither. No. Uh, why does an alarm clock go off when you program it to? Because that's what it does. That's just what it does. I think this all or nothing thing, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Mm-hmm. If we're his children, we probably should slow down on belittling all or nothing people mm-hmm. because the father's actually all or nothing. That's right. He gave his first fruit, his son. Yeah. And so I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I I would be shocked if you ever fell into one of the major categories of sin that tears so many leaders down. I mean, I guess it could happen to any of us. I know it could. Mm-hmm. But why is it that we don't see apathy or lukewarmness or sort of kind of one foot in? Why don't we rank that with some of these other enormous quote-unquote sins? Because if you look at God, mm-hmm. he doesn't like apathy. Read Jesus about being lukewarm. Yeah. So when you focus that word all in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yeah. Why don't we talk more about the sin of eh, sort of, kind of? Because that's our mortal mind. Our mortal mind says that, you know, I got to protect myself. I have to protect myself from from tomorrow. I got to protect myself from yesterday. And so in protecting myself, all right, when God calls me to do something, like take a risk, talk to somebody, a stranger, or um, lay hands on somebody to pray for somebody and, and literally expect him to do something, well, what if I make a fool out of myself? What if I, what if I say the wrong thing? What if I see now I'm pointing to myself, right? I'm not look I'm not trusting God anymore. I'm I'm trusting myself. I'm looking at the risk I'm taking. Mm-hmm. All right. And see, you know, when God says that we are his workmanship, created for good works, all right, the work is being done by him. Mm-hmm. All right. The prophet's not a prophet unless God gives him the prophecy. Mm-hmm. The pastor's not a pastor unless God is in it. Mm-hmm. The teacher's not a teacher unless the t- unless God's doing the teaching through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The whole thing points to God, all right? Mm-hmm. Everything points to God and reliance and total completely on him. Mm-hmm. It's when we start looking at, oh, I'm the pastor. Mm-hmm. I'm the teacher. It happened this morning with you. So I'm leading you in this season of life right now here. You had a dream last night. Mm-hmm. I said, what do you think it means? You said, I'm not sure yet. I said, wrong answer. I said, I'll be back in five minutes. Yeah. I gave you one minute. You sure did. And I came back <laughs> in one minute, and you started laughing. But here's the, th- here's the thing. You knew what it meant 60 seconds later. Yeah. Here's what I hear you saying. Yeah. Being in the present, whatever it is, talking to the stranger, the dream, whatever, being in the present is utter dependence oh, on the God. Father. That's right. That's right. We don't like that. I want, I want to tell a story. It's embarrassing. It's convicting. But you know what? I don't receive any condemnation for it. I'm like, all right, Father, help me. We rescued a dog about mm-hmm. 10 days ago. My mm-hmm. wife and I brought him to our family. And um, I, 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 I know we all have some control in us to some degree, but I didn't know mine was – that's not something I think I would struggle with. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently there's this just internal thing in me. This dog should just be perfect within a week. You know, forget your trauma over the last 15 months, Ranger. You shouldn't shed. You should You should just be perfect. And so I uh, take him outside, and he won't do what I'm telling him to do. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. I immediately felt the Father talking to me. I mean, in the moment. Have you ever – you know it's bad when you keep – and you push through into your flesh while the Father's saying, what are you doing? Yeah. So I even get more mad at him. And then 
five people, not exaggerating, five, because I was going to give the dog away to yeah. a better home. Well, you put it out there on, put it on Instagram, <laughs> workplace. Anybody want a dog? Yeah. <laughs> Tried to call President Biden. I couldn't get a hold of him. I wanted the world to know. And uh, five people the next day, five, including the vet mm-hmm. that God used, Maggie's helping us. Anyway, they said, Chad, you can't get rid of this dog. Yeah. My point is this. Utter dependence upon the father is just not easy. But there's something about him. Alarm clocks go off because they're programmed to. Ducks quack because they're programmed to. If if I'm an offspring of the father, right. I'm actually programmed to be all in. Five of the seven letters, Vince, in Revelation, the Lord's not happy with the church. Yeah. And one of them is because they're, eh. Yeah. What is a practical step someone can take to go all in? Oh, you got to die, brother. That's what it comes down to. You have to die because, see, even in, in in your example with the dog, all right, you're going to have to die, mm-hmm. all right? You're going to have to give up something. It's going to cost you something. And, see, this is the problem when we assess risk, all right? We it, we look at it and say, well, this is what it's going to cost me. I'm going to die. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's the hard part. That's the hard part. When you're trusting in God, you got to die. That means he's going to fill you with, and this is the reward, right? He's going to fill you with more of him, you know, but you have to walk into the fire. You have to literally walk into that fire and say, okay, God, I, I don't see you yet, but I know you're here. And then when he shows up, it's awesome, brother. Your wife is cooking a meal tonight that you love very much. Yes, you she said is. she doesn't cook it enough. It's like one of her things she does. Let me tell you what the the father's favorite meal is you know, his secret sauce mm. grooming his kids into the image of his mm-hmm. firstborn son mm-hmm. and i'll leave with this wonderful blessing i can tell you how that always happens pain in the fire I, and i ain't talking i'm not talking about sickness and i'm not talking about some sadistic thump on the head i'm talking about chad um th- i sent you this dog because your your heart's not big enough and you're not patient enough and if I lead you out to be more apostolic and your heart's not growing at the same time, you're going to hurt people. Yeah. So um, it's, it might take Ranger 25 minutes to go to the restroom. Yeah. The restroom. You know what I mean? Pee-pee. Yep. And I'm like, well, I don't want that. I, my flesh doesn't like that. I bless you in the name of Jesus Christ that you would die well, be groomed well, and stay in the present. Be more like a Charlie Brown than a Lucy. Don't look forward. Don't look back. God bless. Be at peace. Amen. Thanks for joining us on the Coach and Joe Leadership Podcast. Don't miss the Coach and Joe Talk Show on YouTube and CoachandJoe.com for epic merch, blogs, and ways to help keep us up and running. We'll see you next time on the Coach and Joe Leadership Podcast.